happy Friday. Happy Friday. It's not Black Friday, but we're both wearing black. <laughs> Listen, you know, it's a solid choice. Yeah, it is, always. Mm-hmm. But we also aren't that kind. We're not like always wearing black people. No, no, right. we're not. But right. we are we're today. Bold, bold patterns. We'll Listen, do, maybe yeah. this whole like Scorpio season, oh. post Halloween, we're just yeah. feeling a little dark and edgy. I love it. Who knows? I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take it. Uh, okay, I have so much I want to talk about. I don't even know how to get into it. I guess I'll start with the easiest thing, the opposite of what the advice tells you. The <laughs> easiest, quickest piece of information I want to talk about. Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. She released 1989, yes. Taylor's version. Mm-hmm. And as we know, 1989 is the Harry Styles <laughs> album. Mm-hmm. And as are- we know, you say this like, I mean... I- I forgot. Okay. Uh, I mean, right. I don't pretend to be, I, I'm not right. even sure I could be called a Swifty because I feel like that's a title that you have to earn through certain things. And I don't <laughs> think I meet the criteria, but okay. I'm a big fan. That's what I would say. But only through the news media coverage was I mm. reminded, oh, right, this is the Harry Styles one. So yeah, you I don't know. listen to it because I listen to it all the time. I, and. No. But how do you not hear the words? Every time I hear the words, I think of Harry Styles. I don't listen to Oh, yeah, yeah, you don't. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I thought I'd listen to the saying, Taylor's version when it yeah, came yeah. out because I wanted to. Yeah, sure. But I listened through once and then that's it. Yeah. Oh, it's one of one of my faves. Although I, now yeah. I have to stop saying that because like, it's literally all of my favorites. Now. Yeah. I, I love mm-hmm. all of the albums. Anyway, so it's the Harry Styles if you don't know, you can refer to track. Oh God, I'm blanking because I, you know, I always listen to everything in shuffle and also mm-hmm. on playlists. Uh, yeah. The track called "Style," like mm-hmm. Harry Styles. Mm-hmm. Anyway, there are three new songs which give new insight into their relationship, and some people are talking about. There's a little some speculation, some I, nothing I think real, but some chatter that sh- there's a line that says, "You grew your hair long." basically she doesn't like it and why are you changing and why are you doing these things and then allegedly Harry Styles shaved his head or cut his hair short I guess my question really is why is there not like why aren't people rooting for them to get back together they're both single isn't right oh okay if you don't because of Travis Kelsey I I think you're well but but that's pretty recent yeah, yeah, that's yeah, pretty yeah. recent. And Harry was... But there wasn't a lot of time after breakup of Joe Alwyn and Travis Kelsey for pe- well, people to ponder, at least I, publicly, for people to ponder, hey, what about Harry? But I guess you're saying, even if she wasn't done with Joe Alwyn, yeah, why haven't yeah. people just generally been like, hey, what about her and Harry? Yeah. Is I, that... There's yeah. nothing... There's no... Well, yeah, I mean, you you would think. I mean, I think J-Lo was single for like... Point oh, oh, one, second one second before yeah, yeah, people yeah. they were like That's, Ben Affleck get back with Ben Affleck so right. I don't know that it takes a lot of time no it doesn't that's why I, that's why I corrected myself I mean she didn't yeah. even need to have been done with Joelle when yes, yet for right, people right. to say that or I like mean, people, the moment she is yeah they'll, yeah they'll do that and so right. I don't I, is, well I'm you, gonna ask you because I yeah. don't know enough about the past all I mean I know who she's dated because the world does but yes what was their deal? Like, why? What is it the ending? It seemed to burn bright and fast, and just okay. t- couldn't couldn't like take hold. 
So you I, think I, it's one that there could be potential. Maybe the, the timing was wrong. Maybe I it was just too much. It does, much. to me, feel a little bit similar to yeah. Ben and J-Lo. Yeah. I could see this. It yeah. was just maybe the timing wasn't right yeah. then. They Something. both have matured now, been through, you know, at that time was Harry in the boy band and everything. Yeah. This was yeah. One Direction yeah. era. And now he has become, you know, very I, much more of an I, icon and exactly. doing his own thing. So, yeah, the dynamics have changed in such a way that I see what you're saying, that it, it why not? It could have I, potential. But now people are confusing. so on board with... Travis I, and Kelsey. Travis. Yes. I'm sorry. Well, I, that's I say fair. this every time. Travis and Kelsey. Do you hear me? That is not... <laughs> I mean, <laughs> correction. Yes. Taylor and Travis. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, I was just it's curious possible. about that. Yeah. I was just curious yeah. about that. Because I guess I've been thinking a lot about love. Because mm-hmm. we did Fingernails. We watched that movie. movie. talked about it. And, of course, we went completely off the rails discussing just getting deep into this idea of love and relationships and a, a test to show if you're compatible or not. And, mm-hmm. and we played the clip, we, sh- we promoted the clip where I'm saying love is a choice. And I think I need to, and you and I have had subsequent All conversations, fun. not even about that, but about what, what a choice means. And I realized like there is a difference between a choice and an obligation. And I yes. don't think it's an obligation. I think it's a choice. Yes. And you can choose to do something else. You can choose to make decisions that bring you away from that choice. Like intentionally, you can intentionally mm-hmm. bring yourself away from it because it's not working. I mean, yeah, I, I don't, yeah, I just don't well, know what... that that's always clear. Yeah, well, it's it's like what we were talking about, again, about something else offline, but that I was saying that inherent in choice is freedom. And so the opposite to me would be, you know, obligation or staying in something because you're just feel obligated to or attached to. When you say it's a choice, you're free to choose otherwise. You're free to say, I don't want to do this anymore. Or you're free to say, I, I, you know, this is not working for me. But but if, yeah. yeah. So Uh, that loving, inherent in loving is freedom because it's choose, inherent in choice is freedom. Yeah. Do you think that always comes through? Because that's the part that I'm like, I realize probably in our conversation, I'm like, I don't know that that is... It's a good question. I don't, maybe not because it was only through our other discussion where then suddenly I made the connection um, with the, Uh, I think it's one of those things, right, that you've been saying or people say, people (laughs) say, right? Love's a choice. You're not, you didn't coin it, but it's, you know, and only then when we were having this other discussion based on a podcast I listened to about true love, like really is about freedom. Yeah. Because, right, the opposite of love would be controlling or whatever. But that I, like, oh, this is like what Corinne is always saying, that love is a choice, meaning inherent in that is the freedom to choose. I am free to choose to be with you. I'm free to choose not to. And yeah. the beautiful thing is when every day or every moment you're exercising your free will to say, you're, you're, I still want to be with you. That yeah. is sort of a height of love really yeah yes 
but also in that is the choice that you can say this isn't yeah. working for me. I, I just for me yeah. it clicked with my career, like yeah. being a lawyer, a mm-hmm. lot. It's a huge commitment. I I gave up time and money, and when I was a lawyer, a lot of people depended on me. My bosses obviously depended on me. My clients depended on me. My parents, you know, at that point, their, my their sense of pride in me had been tethered to yeah. being a lawyer. My husband and children, when I first wanted out, relied on me as the breadwinner. So Mm -hmm. leaving was a choice. It wasn't an easy choice. It wasn't a choice to be made lightly. And I spent a lot of time testing it. Like, if I do this differently, if I go to a small fund or a big investment bank, or if I go back to a law firm, do I love it again? Do I love it again? Is this Mm going to make me, is it going to make it work? And after years of kind of like testing that, planning, sh- struggling, uh, like figuring it out. I was like, it, no, it, there's there's no choice here other than for me to leave the law because I, in the end, it wasn't working. And mm-hmm. so, but mm-hmm. that's a choice. And I made that choice. And I made that choice over and over and over. And I didn't take it lightly. And I didn't do it overnight. But yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm talking about. Right. And I guess when you apply it to a career, Mm. it's interesting. Now I think of it even in a different way, but it really is still the same thing, which is you have to keep asking. It's the checking in with yourself and asking, is this still something that I choose to do? Um, And I think with a job, it's people, honestly, I guess people do it with everything. It's like, well, I'm obligated. I mean, this is what I signed up for. This is what I'm doing. Especially when like marriage, I mean, this is why it's not like maybe working a job that has less of a commitment, but a lawyer, it takes a lot to get there. And so Mm -hmm. it is a big commitment, maybe not as big as marriage. I I don't know if that's true or not, but it's, it's a big commitment and leaving wasn't taken lightly for me. Right. But it was, I, it was, the work was killing me. It was yeah. making me die inside. And anyone yeah. who was around me at that time knows it, yeah. could see it. And so I just, the parallel is not perfect, but it's really not that far no. off for me. Yeah. I think yeah. if when you get to the, I feel like I'm dying inside. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, yeah. it is, I've said that, you know, about relationships too. It's like, I, I sure, you I could stick this out or you could yes. do this, but, but I will, a little bit of me will die every day. And I don't know where will that leave? Maybe I wouldn't actually die, but I don't know. I mean, if it, you're dead inside, you might as well be. Yeah. I it mean, feels like it. It's, yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. then, then yeah. it's time for a change. Yes. <laughs> Make a different choice. A change. Make a different yeah. choice. And yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just feel like it gets a little messier when it's love because it's like, well, you know, you have to you have to stick with it. It's like, well, yes. I mean, if well, it's how about us fix signs? Let's just yes. bring it back to astrology. Yeah. yeah. Who you know, inherent in us is this default to stick to something. So right. we have this extra hurdle, hurdle. of. I get it. Of. I'm programmed that way. So then it's like, oof, yeah. And how many times do you hear people say, well, I don't have a choice? Yes. Right? Oh, about, and 
Um, right. And listen, there are people and situations and things where, you know, particularly when it comes to jobs where, you know, you they really, they don't, they, people have to put food on the table. They have to, you know, mm-hmm. but with a lot of things, when a lot of times when people say that, they, of course, they have a choice. Yeah. They don't like the choices and they right. don't like what they'd have to do yes. Yes. to make the choice, but they have a choice. It's yeah. just... You know, and sometimes you don't even, you don't need to necessarily know exactly how you're going to effectuate it. But mm. if you've at least come to the realization that I want to choose something differently, okay, that's a big thing right there. It's a then, big thing. then it how is. you do it or how you work, but just even acknowledging it, I think is, is huge. It is. It is. This is what I'm saying too. It's, I'm like, it's a choice. It's not like one, you're like, today I choose to yeah. not love my husband. Oh, no. to, tomorrow though, yesterday I did love him. And today it's not, it's kind of more of an accumulation of, of the choices. And mm-hmm. it, that's why I said it's a long process to decide, okay, this really isn't working. I've tried different ways to get yeah. what I need. I've tried different ways to make this fit and it just doesn't. And yeah. yeah, it's it's an accumulation of things, and I think yeah. that that ap- applies, frankly, in both, but certainly in marriage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. all came out of fingernails, folks. If you I haven't know. listened to that episode, it's it's a good one. It's a good one. All right. Well, you also mentioned astrology, so yes, uh, I'm going to talk about the astrology house. I. Kate, you know more than anyone how obsessed I've been with like, I want my book to sell well and I want to be on the New York Times bestseller list. And, you know, just thinking that that is the Corinne has small goals, people, small goals. I'm kidding. Joking. Never. never. Said no one ever. Yes. But I've been very focused on that because it is something that is clear from the outside. It is clear, you know, as as a clear indication of success. And like something worth celebrating, right? I think Mm -hmm. that's really more of what it was, was something worth celebrating is that if you make the New York Times bestseller list, that's something to celebrate. I had no idea all the little celebrations that there would be. And these Mm -hmm. don't feel like, you and I have also talked about this. You have to like celebrate the little Yeah, I was just going to say, are you a convert now? Are you celebrating the little things? I mean, they don't feel like little things, I guess is my point. Sometimes, Ah, you know, and and you and I have done this, like when we finish a draft, you're like, celebrate. I didn't, I, those feel forced to me, like, Mm -hmm. or or given to me by someone else who reminds me that's a really big deal. You should celebrate it. And, uh, but the celebration always feels like, yay. Yeah, like, yeah. Eh, whatever. Mm-hmm. No, these are little things that feel really big. I had mm-hmm. no idea how it would feel to get my first blurb. Like the person oh. sends it. It's not even oh. on a book yet or anything. Oh, oh I can God. imagine. That must be so genuinely it is, it is insane. Crazy. Yeah. To read authors i'm like i think i could say katie hayes uh mm-hmm. author of the cloisters sent mm-hmm. one in uh rachel color croft stone called fox sent one oh, in i just oh my I'm god like reading their words and i'm it's an out-of-body experience i'm like it has to be it, <gasps> it, it is so amazing so oh amazing oh my god yeah um yeah. that is incredible i mean yeah. and you're right that's not someone else telling you Right. You should this celebrate is a big this. Deal and you should you celebrate it. Actually, yeah. 
feel it. You don't need to be told. You yes. you can recognize in the moment, oh my God, this is incredible. Yes, exactly. <gasps> oh, this is so great. Yeah. And then another one of those is my book just being read by other... I mean, oh. I, I don't know why. Obviously, Katie and Rachel, for example, read right. my book. But I don't know. I was more focused on their words. And like I'm like, they're talking about me and my book. But now I've been seeing like Mary Kubica. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Posted on her stories yesterday that she's reading my book. I can't, I, I lost my mind. Yeah. You've read every one of her books. I think I'm not (gasps) telling, I'm not exaggerating. Oh yeah. 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 We had her on. So I know you, you talk about it and, and now she's reading yours. And had a picture of of her reading my book. Like a like a softbound yes, galley. Yes, yes, but yes. still. Yeah. Like just so people know it's not out yet. So we no, can't that's right. but yes, yeah, she was given an advanced advanced reader copy. Yeah. And so she's it's but it does have your cover. Yeah. So it is printed. Yes. And I saw you posted that. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. It's in it, her hands. It is so wild. Also Avery Carpenter Forey has been reading it too. And she just she hasn't posted anything, but she's been like sending me little snaps of like her like on a page on a oh certain page God. or like, it's just so like, those are my words yes. I wrote that I wrote that and she's reading them yes like, and oh she's reading them it is wild and of course every writer wants to be read but to it, it's a smart publishing I've complained a lot how long it takes it's really well done it's very appropriate mm. for the author's journey because to be read first by writers other authors Mm -hmm. is so it's like the best way to get into it because there are going to be readers who don't know me have never met me don't know anything about my my imprint or my agent or my editor yeah and they're not going to be nice at all they're going to be they're they'll be mean but I will already have this data to myself of like Mm -hmm. having what it knows what it feels like to be read by someone who's like cares about your work and like cares about what you've done here whether they love it or not I mean they get it too they get the experience they get what it's like how much how much work went into it these are people like in your genre people you've admired I mean this is it's it can't wild. get uh, yeah, yeah. that praise or recognition from from those people is just that's it's absolutely wild incredible yeah oh and those God. are things I've I I mean I'm already so proud of my book yeah. and it's literally done nothing it's not even it doesn't yeah. even exist yet as a book form right it's just a printed so, out manuscript yes well, let me ask then yeah. I mean okay so you started by saying of course that would be great mm-hmm. that's an yeah. objective measure of success yes. to be on the New York Times bestseller list I assume that would you what I think you're saying is like there are other things now in this process that you realize can bring you I don't know the happiness yes yeah. what So it doesn't have to be that? I think that was the real thing. The New York Times for me was never about money, even though it does come with money Mm -hmm. because you sell more copies, you get more money. Uh, It wasn't even really about the success. It was about the like recognition and Mm -hmm. the reason to celebrate. And I feel like I've already... Got gotten reasons to celebrate yeah. Re- ones that feel really real and genuine yeah you're right and the recognition from people who honestly are like 
yeah. I don't want to say it's better to be recognized <laughs> by them. No, but people but, who but, know what it's like and how hard it is to just pour yourself into yeah to but the work. times list it's so fickle too i don't know it the is. more yeah, i we hear don't about have that to go, yeah we don't have I'm to just go down like, that i know but i'm just saying of course yeah, of any course. author would want to but it seems like it's a as an arbiter now is it's it's frustrating in some yeah, ways i i agree it is and especially it's it's always had its flaws but now yeah. it really feels like it's gone off the rails but i just think as someone who aspired to have a book published mm-hmm. i thought like pub day and then the resulting you know first week sales numbers mm-hmm. that that was just I thought that's what we were all working towards once right. you got a and you're getting deal. these things now yeah and I'm already. like oh god that's like that's the that's the very last thing and yeah. there's there's so much road before that that I didn't I didn't understand right right yeah and it's this sounds like great part of the road. Yes, this is it is. It's so like, exciting. And I see nice so surprise. many more of them too. Like I'll go to conferences this year. I might be able to give out some galleys. Like mm-hmm. I, I yeah, I see a lot more of it coming yeah. too. So genuine exciting. moments to celebrate that are not forced upon you. That are not. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I love it. That's yes. amazing. Yes. It's been great. It's been wild. And I, like I said, I just don't feel like I hear about that a lot. I'm. Sh- I know that they talk about it within their. I'm sure in their peers and. But I just. It's been incredible, to experience it and what right. a really big deal it is, and it's not a big deal as much to my editor and my agent. Because this right. is what they do. This is what they do. Yeah, it's but true. this but is still. what I've been working for mm-hmm. for a long time. And it is just really, like, I can barely wipe the smile off my face. Yeah. It's just, it's like, so good. So exciting. Yes. So like, exciting. <laughs> yes. So exciting. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. yeah. So do we want to talk about um, some stuff I've been reading? Or yes. Do you ch- okay, yes. That well, might be a good segue into... Okay. Because you're reading other things, things I, not uh, just for the pod. Yes, that's right. I am. I, but I, okay, so funny. I, I haven't even told you this yet. You were asking me about a book and we were like, do you want to cover this book? And I was like, oh, let me read some. Oh, and yes. you were like, okay, but we don't have it. It was on my Kindle. I don't oh. know how that happens. What happened? This has okay. happened to you, though. It Let's does, be honest. It, no, books show up at my house. I've always known that. But I know right. that there's no, some No, but remember you went to look for one on a Kindle, oh, and then yes. you found a different one. Yeah. You found yeah. uh, Emma Noyes' yes. book when That's you were looking right. for a different That's one. So I feel like your Kindle has magical powers or something, <laughs> even though you're not really a Kindle reader. I'm not. Only when necessary. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I, right. And I did, and especially now that I know how precious galleys are, I mm-hmm. won't request one unless we mm-hmm. really think we're definitely going to cover this on the podcast. So I was like, let me read a little online on oh, my Kindle. That's a different book. I also magically found this book, Night Watching. Have you heard of this book? Ashley Audrey like gave it a, a, a stunning Maybe that's blurb. Why. Mm-hmm. Uh, Night Watching, Tracy Sierra. I, it was like crack to me. I read the whole, it was magically showed up on my Kindle. I could not stop reading it. I was literally annoyed at everything I had to do, even though the things I had to do, one of them was watching the marathon. It's one of my favorite things to do. Right. But I was annoyed that I had to go because I didn't want to put the oh, book down. Oh, that's the best kind. <gasps> I don't Night even, Watching? Night Watching. I don't even know 
the is last, it out yet? No. So it's out in like mm-hmm. February, I think. Okay. She's a lawyer. I feel like oh. we got to talk with her. Lawyer turned author. Another one. Yeah. For another us. one. Another one. I tell you, first of all, the whole book is fantastic. But when I, there's a part at the end, and I don't use the word literally lightly. I literally jumped up, oh. dropped the Kindle, my hands flew to my face, and I was like, <gasps> oh, my whole So this family? is a thriller? What, yes. what, what genre? Are we it's in? a okay. thriller. Yeah. Okay. There, I think the first line is, there's a man in the house. Oh. So it's not horror. It's, I don't know. You know I'm terrible with Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I know. Suspense, I know. horror, right. thriller, whatever. It's like, I think it's psychological thriller because it is. Okay. A lot of it's... It's a quiet book in that way. Like, there's no blowing up anything. There's no, like, whatever. It is so good. It was very, it was, like, easily now one of my top, like, of years. Wow. And all because you accidentally found it on your, so this just (laughs) happened to me, but did you know that, did did you also get Rebecca Searle's new book? I didn't. Okay, so. I just assume anything I get, you get. Yeah, no. But even though that's not true, I mean, sometimes we get separate pitches or whatever, but yeah. I don't remember this. Yeah, that's what happened. And the other day I said, wait, I don't know, maybe she posted something or whatever. And I was like, oh my God, when is Rebecca Searle's book coming out? I fucking love all her books, right? We've yes. had her on twice. Yes. We just love her. And I'm like, did I get an email about that or something? I don't know. I just put it into my Gmail and I found an email. It was from, I cannot tell you, months and months ago. And But it wasn't a pitch or oh, else I would have sent it to you. Right. It was like from the publisher when they just randomly will be like, hey, there's an early this. copy yes. of Rebe- yeah. Rebecca Searle's book. But it was not like, hey, do you guys, it was not yeah, specific yeah, yeah. to Pop Fiction Women yes. or to us, yeah. which is why I think I missed it because it yeah. didn't it didn't look like the normal format. And I was like, oh my God, wait, is this link still going to work? Like whatever. I have her book. I, oh. I feel like I got like gold or something. Yes. And do you you know what this one this one yes. is called expiration, expiration dates, dates. Mm-hmm. and it is what they you know she is again with genre this freaking genre stuff I she know. is in the romance genre but you and I both know her both her books are not truly about romantic love they're no. not they're no. and she's got this the magical element to to both of them well this is where the blurbs or whatever are all like she finally tackles romantic love you know rebecca searle Mm -hmm. so for people who love her this is what you've been waiting for i don't know i liked them all but anyway exactly um she's written others but um but yeah so she gets the premise is that this the main character gets a note before every man she dates with an expiration date the date when their relationship's going to end Oh. And it's worked out that way her whole life. You know, she's with so-and-so and it lasted two months. She's with so And it opens with her set up on a, or going on a blind date with a guy and she got the note and this time there's no expiration date. So he's okay, allegedly I did not know the that one. little device, right? Yes. Yeah, so she gets oh, these notes. So, you know, and well, we'll see. I don't, I just remembered I had it. And so I just downloaded it and read just the first chapter but I'm I'm already like oh I love it I love her I like this I whole know. idea like the universe is sending her these notes oh. I mean and with all of you know with her she just gotta 
there's just this element that you just accept it. Like, yes, okay, it's yes. not like, why is she getting these notes? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just not explained, right? It's not, not at all. You just have not, to know that that's it. Yeah. And so she believes when she's sitting down in this opening scene with the, on this date that she's sitting across from the one wow. with no expiration date. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that a great concept? So It is. Is that a lot of so, pressure? For a first date? I think so. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. And what yeah. I I don't know. And you know from talking to her, like, this is right up her alley. Like, oh, yeah. questions of fate and oh, yours. Yeah. And my understanding, because, um, of course, I skipped the acknowledgments, like I know you Our do, yes. is that, you know, she was single for a very long time. She herself just recently got engaged. And there is a little bit, she said, which we've heard other authors say, of sort of writing this into existence. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love yeah, that. She's already too. married. I, oh, yes, that's right. Yes. True. But when I guess when she wrote this, oh, the, um, the she was. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, um, that same thing oh, happened to me. Like, okay. I just sort of fell into my Kindle or I remembered it. And I think I've had it, like I said, for months. Very I could have done this. She's with Atria. I know. Yay. With yours. So I'm going to check that out. Um, awesome. I love that. I have also been reading two other books, which. One I finished, one I didn't, and I actually have these here. One is oh, and I op- should say Rebecca's doesn't come out till March too, people. Yes, so we these are already out. Uh, okay, a novel obsession by mm-hmm. Caitlin Barish, and mm-hmm. I'm not done with you yet. Like, can you see it? Uh, by Jesse yeah. Q. Satanto. Both of them about kind of obsessive friendship. Uh, Caitlin's is a woman who stalks her exes or her 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 boyfriend's ex and like wants oh. to know who was like the one before me it's oh yeah it's okay. very good and then uh jesse i picked up jesse's because i'd seen it uh mentioned a bunch of times but it she's a rom-com writer or a family women's fiction writer maybe more Mm -hmm. and this was her foray into the thriller psychological psychological thriller space both of the voices in them are so obsessive and urgent and the kind of stuff where you can't stop turning the pages oh love it highly page turners you just found some page turners and i love that er like i find rebecca searle's books incredibly like page turning Mm -hmm. but Oh, yeah. I'm always, it's just, I don't, it's something else. This obsessive urgency to, in these two books is something a little different. But yeah, can't put them down. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Well, I have another, but it's a pre-order. But I, And really, I just want to talk about it because um, it's Jessica Sanders' book. Saunders' book, sorry. Yes. Um, Love Me. Mm-hmm. But why... Which comes out in January. So actually, yes. this one at least is not so far away. Yeah. Um, but but as you know, the fun part about this is the fun part of another this podcast. Another lawyer. Another lawyer mm-hmm. who sort of came to us through listening to our lawyer to writer series, reached out to us, now has listened to so many of our podcasts and has so generously plugged us on her to, to her people that it's one of her favorite podcasts. And we had lunch and this is just one of the best parts about this podcast is then like meeting people, as you know, and this one is um, about a, a married lawyer who mm-hmm. runs into her one that got away. And so, you know, these are themes that 
that we love. And I love when the one that got away also has got this celebrity element. Uh, um, yeah. We always love that too, or mm-hmm. when any of the characters do. So um, I had such a nice lunch. We had so much fun. And I just, I just thought to myself that day, it's like this, I would never have met her. I would yeah. never be reading her book before anybody else if it wasn't for this. And it's just the, the ways that it's brought people into our lives. Even like these blurbs you're talking about. I mean, yeah, I know. it's I, also fact, because you've I, made these connections. Yeah. Uh, we haven't had Katie on, which I'm like, we should. I don't know why. But um, I was, I think Colleen McKeegan mm-hmm. knows Jessica. I think yes. that was the connection. Okay, That crew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The writer Westchester crew. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so yeah no it's it's absolutely wild Life. i love it i love it, it. yes yeah i know so uh, all right well i think that's all i got for today yeah i mean we've had a lot of things yeah a lot, a lot of, of things to talk about what oh yeah. i guess there was the other thing was the article i sent you um on ashley oh, mcbride yes but that is just, I don't know, this is just an example of how our conversations that's come from these um, episodes yeah. then go offline, then they just sort of come back around, I just <laughs> feel like, in, in other ways. And so I was reading this People magazine article about Ashley McBride, who is a big-time country music singer. You do not know her. I knew you would not, but yeah. I do, and I'm a big fan. So I start reading this article about her new album but also about her journey of quitting drinking but the i'm so first i was just going to skim the beginning and then i'm like oh wait a second here this is basically what corinne and i have been talking about she was essentially telling the story of how she found herself now at 40 years old and like the the quitting the drinking was only one part of her journey but it was really like how at this point in her life she finally is like seeing herself and the way she's doing it is by reconciling all these contradictory parts of herself. And I was like, this is what we talk about all the time. Like we've talked about it on here, how, and it started with the flight attendant and with Cassie and all those parts of herself. And we talked about it at the time with that, but then I think, and we did, and we acknowledged it and we thought it was super interesting. And but then uh, I and think offline I think it's always me talking about my Aries sun versus my Capricorn moon and how right. contradictory those two signs are and how one is the outside and one is the inside and how that manifests and who am I supposed to be and who am I supposed to let lead and all of that. Yeah. Right. And we were but even with your Aries and Capricorn, I, I think I always just went, yeah, yeah, okay, you had these contradictory parts of yourself, but only then when we were sort of, um, we were having a conversation where you we were giving them voices, like voice, mm-hmm. like, yeah. and naming them. Yeah. And then I was talking about like the controlling uh, part of me that's super critical. And so then I'm like calling her controlling Kathy. And like once they had names mm-hmm. and... They, they really did start coming to life, like these different, and then, it, you know, somehow I was, we were finally putting it together with the stuff that I had been listening to on the We Can Do Hard Things podcast about internal family systems, which is a whole yeah. area of psychology where you are literally looking at and 
naming and speaking to all the different parts of yourself. Yes. And like, there's like a giant boardroom with like these different people. And then in this article, Ashley McBride literally is saying like, she's got a new album out where the cover of it is all these different Ashleys. Mm-hmm. And she had this great like line about how like they're, they're all in the car with her. Right. Yes. And like her, yes. her blackout Betty is yep. like her one that used to drink too much. Right. And blackout Betty's in the back being like, I want to be heard. Like, I still want to I want, drive. I want to drive yeah. the car. Like, yeah. I want to drive the car. And and that she's like, realize I'm the driver. Like, mm. you can all sit in the car. And I think that's what, through all these different ways, like starting with the flight attendant and then all these conversations we had, I was yeah. just like, then just to be reading what I thought was uh, just some article about some country music singer I like, it's, it's everywhere. These it things is. come back it's around everywhere. to us. Yeah. And bring home these messages. And now I'm, I am talking to these parts of myself and I am, I mean, this is the idea. You don't, you don't throw any of them out of the car. Yeah. You don't banish them and hope they go because they don't go away. Like Mm. whatever that part of her, for example, is that wants to drink too much is still there, but she's like, okay, I see you. You're there, but you're not driving. Yeah. Like I'm driving the self, like the, what she calls the, the devil, you know, Mm -hmm. which is the name of the album. She's like, the devil could be alcohol, but I don't see it that way. Yeah. I think it's my compass. It's that it's me. I know it's the devil. I know. I know myself and all these parts of me are there yeah. and that's fine. And and now I'm like literally speaking to these parts. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I, I'm just like embracing it. Yeah. I love and that. I think it's so interesting. I love that. And I do love it in... We we still just constantly talk about this because I don't think we have our fully have our arms around it. Yeah. Like, are you supposed like, I think I thought some of these characters yeah. to think about Cassie. Bits. I think would, they're called an internal family system. Okay. Bits. Would parts be healed and then, you know, by mm-hmm. whatever it is, whatever work that you do. And mm-hmm. then then they would just go away. I think they the way I think it's the more you get to know them and understand why they are the way they are you know and what it comes from you know that controlling part of you or the blackout Betty who's probably trying to numb some parts of you it's like it's I think it's just trying to understand them Mm. and then they don't I don't think they go they never go away and I think they may be healed but they're just they're there and you have an understanding yeah. of them and you just don't let them run roughshod. Yes. Um, I think that's it. I don't think they go anywhere, but I think you just, you're like, okay, you're all here. And now I understand why you do the things you do. I mean, I can hear her, my, my controlled Kathy. Yeah. And I say to her, I, I hear you. Yeah. I know you're not happy with what we're doing right now. Right. I know you think we could be doing better. Okay. I heard yeah. you. That's yeah. fine. Yes. Great. Yes. You know, like, yeah. Yeah. I think it's the crazy. thing I still struggle with is who's driving. I mean, I know you, it's like your the, higher self. Yes, I know, I know. that. But I, sometimes I'm like, I, I don't know. know. Well, sometimes I, I feel like it's, it's hard. A good. No, I feel like sometimes I do actually need to like get out, stop the car, get out and let one of the mm-hmm. previously, like you said, don't let them run roughshod. Uh, the previously mm-hmm. self-destructive or you know, mm-hmm. out of control version of me needs to drive sometimes. She's the one who gets certain things done and, mm-hmm. you know, has these feelings that 
we need to power the car. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I, I'm like, oh, you are driving. But right. I, but the other people in the car then keep her in check. Like, let's stay on this road and we're only traveling for 10 miles. And, you know, right. so I don't know. Right. I don't know about the higher self part or, or, or even the complete self. I think the car is the complete self to me. Mm-hmm. And I let other people drive as need be. Uh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's, it's very work- complicated. Yeah, it was. And it's yeah. a working theory that we're playing with well, it, and right. And I think it's so fun. The, the first step, which I think we've done is just acknowledging, oh. right? Oh. And like, okay, you're all here and I get it. And I know why you do those things. And I know why you say those things. And I think that's, we're kind of just, yeah, at the preliminary stages here. Yeah. 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 Apparently so are other people, which I think is cool. I this think is we're, compared to other people, I think we're very far ahead. <laughs> That's true. That's true. We're, we're true. light years ahead. Yes. But yeah, so. it is. And, and spe- the whispers. I mean, that was one of the mm-hmm. first times we had this conversation in a different way. Like, are you listening to the whispers and what are they telling you from mm-hmm. our conversation with Ashley Audrey? So yeah i don't know i love the visual around this all though like literally a whisper and the different people and their voices and like i can hear you i got you okay so back off yeah exactly (laughs) or step up back up step yeah you know Mm -hmm. as need be these thoughts we we talk about them and they're just they're swirling around us which is um very cool well we probably should not go this long without a Friday preview again because no we had a lot mm-hmm. a lot to catch up on do we need the tea typewriter <gasps> oh okay let's see if I we, mean right I mean it, I'm not I can't if it's the same one again no, no it I can't like, be right I mean I, did you I pointed out to me did how many it? are in there yes. you did there's so many the fact that we get the same one all the time makes no sense there's like tons in there okay this is this is a new one okay When fear is forcing you to give up, call upon your heart's courage to continue. I like that one. Right? I do. I need some heart's courage. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that, oh my God, we, there were two. They were, they were stuck together. Stuck together. And the other one is just as good. Accept who you are in this moment, but acknowledge who you want to become. Good writing advice. Life advice. I think that yes. works all over. I like it. I good, like it. Good tea Take that into your weekend, folks. Yes. <laughs>